0: Once again, for listening in on RGCWV, Random Geek Culture in West Virginia, I am yeah. your host, Luke Hersey. My co-host tonight is Mike Mallow. I'm
1: Mike, the hype man.
0: You're the hype man. Yeah. Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. And then we have a Watch guest it. tonight, Greg, also Hello. known as vb bobblehead on twitter if you haven't seen his uh, stuff it's pretty hilarious so he takes the fallout bobblehead and goes to different locations in west virginia and puts the bobblehead in that picture and then takes the scenery picture with the, vol- uh, the vault boy bobblehead in the picture it's really good stuff
2: Greg, thank you how are you I'm doing pretty good.
0: So here on the show, what we like to do is uh, ask everybody what they geek out about. For me, it's all things Bethesda, especially Fallout 76. I think we're all geeking out about Fallout 76 right now.
1: Definitely. The the, the days that the beta isn't available are, feel like, very lonely days.
0: Oh my god, (laughs) I I exactly went through that tonight, because Cassie and Bella are... Um, at Girl Scouts tonight, they were gone for two hours before the podcast actually started, and I'm like, wanna play? And I can't. <laughs> and I can't.
1: Were you off work yesterday?
0: Uh, no, I wasn't.
1: So you you missed the beta yesterday, too? Yeah.
0: I missed the beta t- yesterday.
1: I did, too. I was like, stupid, not government job or school job or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what happens.
1: School, school teachers are playing it. I wasn't.
0: <laughs> oh, that's, that's... I don't know. So, uh, Greg, did you get to play it at all uh, yesterday?
2: No, I did not. Sadly, I am going to play it tomorrow, though.
0: Yeah, I'm Set. probably going to play it for a couple hours tomorrow.
1: So tomorrow is when I'm going to do the drive-in test.
0: Mm. You're gonna, well, you're re- you're literally gonna take it to the drive-in and play it.
1: Yes, I'm gonna haul it out to the drive-in, hook it into the. Um the HDMI adapter and fire it up because I, I have to winterize the projector. So I'll, also they're waiting on me to shut off the internet. I convinced them to keep it on for another two weeks so, so I could, <laughs> I, I could get it done.
0: If you could so, uh, videotape anything or post some pictures or something.
1: Oh, I, oh, there there will be video.
0: Um And of course, if you could post any of that on uh, our page, that would be, uh, that would be quite helpful.
1: Sure thing. Thank you. I'm I'm looking at the the bobblehead Twitter feed right now, and I, I see that you made it to Seneca Rocks in the game. I
2: did. I did make. I specifically sought it out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I I, I did that. The uh, I got there the first half hour I was playing the game, and I've basically been in that area ever since. If you got closer to the rocks, you might have found me over there. But uh, I actually set up camp at the base of the rocks uh, on the other side, and I, I've been building. Um, I've been building the camp as high as possible to try to get up to the top of the rocks. So far, that hasn't gone well, but uh, it's a work in progress.
0: I would expect no less from Mike Mello. <laughs> it,
1: as far as I can tell, it is pretty impossible to get to the top, so I'm, I'm trying to find ways around it.
0: I wonder if uh, you could actually climb part of the way up and then throw down the camp and then build up the rest of the way.
1: I'm probably, well, I got as high as I could originally. And I think I can get higher. Plus, I kind of built it off to the side when I should have really gone from the middle and just tried to get into the, um, yeah, I've, I've, I've had fun just doing that and exploring that general area. I, yeah. I haven't gone too far from there. Actually, I left it on my computer at work, but I actually made a map of, of where I've been so far. And it's basically just that area with, uh, you know, my route from Vault 76 to Seneca Rocks. And then uh, the, the last day I went down to, uh, a uh, green bank to the telescope.
0: So can I assume that um, the, uh, y- you, Mike, and Greg are both also geeking out about Fallout 76?
2: Oh, definitely. I, I keep buying more uh, Bethesda merchandise. It, it started <laughs> out, I just had a few things randomly, and then as it keeps getting closer, I keep adding to the collection. I just got an Assaultron today <laughs>
0: I saw that you uh, posted a picture of your Vault Boy with the I Voted sticker. That was pretty good.
2: Yes, I did. (laughs) Yep, very good. Um,
0: By the way, and just as a shout out to West Virginia, if you guys could clarify what your amendments are when you put it on the ballot, that would be super helpful. I'm sorry, (laughs) but I did not understand what I was voting for, and if I was supposed to vote for it or against it on the whole abortion thing in the constitution of West Virginia
1: yeah th- that was intentional because you, you see the word abortion and of course that's a trigger word for about anybody so yeah so if, if you if you react negatively to it then you're you're gonna I think the intent was to make it confusing so you just vote in a knee-jerk way I guess so and and the, uh, the different factions have done a lot of work leading up to the election trying to uh kind of get the word out about what it was actually about yeah and I, I don't think they really succeeded I mean they just they were just like vote yes or vote no or or whatever yeah so it it, it uh yeah it, it, if and the other one uh was bad too about the judge's financing thing
0: oh see i I know a little bit of the backstory though yeah it, and I mean it makes total sense it's basically saying that there's been such a big problem with our Supreme Court justices mm-hmm. that we want to build a committee or some kind of oversight section that makes sure that doesn't happen again.
1: Yeah. And I, I thought – I didn't really put much thought into it when I when I voted. Well, until I went to vote and then I thought about it for a little bit and I, I decided to vote against it just because I prefer to keep the different branches of government as separate as possible
0: oh that's that that's a good Um, point
1: other than that i agree with it but i i don't like the idea of one uh, branch having that much power over the other
0: well i mean like this morning cassie um she said hey um what what was the results and i was like well the the republicans still have control of the senate but the house is now controlled by the Democrats." And she's like, well, is that a good thing or not? And I'm like, well, you could look at it in both directions. You could have if one party controls everything, then you've got a law that will pass without any opposition. But then if you have one house that's controlled by one party and one Senate that's controlled by another party, then you have a big discourse where things won't move.
1: But, you either have a stalemate or you have compromise.
0: Yeah, and truthfully, I would rather have one controlled by one and one controlled by the other, and I don't care which way it goes.
1: Yeah, I tend but, to agree with that.
0: Yeah, because that's when... And you know, <laughs> I really, really would like it if the House and the Senate would have assigned seating. <laughs> no either side of the aisle.
1: That's right, just no sides. Yeah. Just... just it's um it's like those things you see at the weddings that doesn't we're not on sides to so pick a spot or something like that. Yeah. there's a rhyme to it i don't remember how it goes would you have to say greg i would make them
2: sit by state because it's ridiculous hey. that one state can be divided on both sides of the aisle
0: yeah that's your point because then well that's what i meant by, like assigned seating you know by their delegation you know cuz then you've got a bunch of guys from different sides of the party that at least has to like Act friendly to each other is I don't know.
1: I, I like that, but yeah. on, but only if it if the alphabetical order of it rotates every year. Yeah. So you know, West, West Virginia isn't always in the back row or whatever.
0: Or maybe they just do a random order every single um, uh, midterm. Whenever they have the midterms, they do uh, a <laughs> random uh, like a lottery <laughs> or a bingo. <laughs> they should do a bingo yeah. thing. R forty five. Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Sorry, you're not the speaker this time. It's now Mansion.
1: It, it, it is the junior junior senator from Montana. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: Anyway, I digress. I digress. Yeah, that
1: that was a hell of a tangent.
0: Yeah, I know, but I mean, it was just yesterday, and <laughs> it's timely. Uh, yeah, it was timely. I'm probably uh, gonna cut out like. The vast majority of what that oh what we had in there.
1: I don't know. I I actually think that was pretty well spoken. Yeah. I don't think we offended anybody. So you know. Th-
0: that's what I'm trying to do. I mean, political po- political issues are a difficult subject. In- Look,
1: we we threaded that needle.
0: Yeah, I think so. so I think we
1: should, I think we should leave it in.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Including th- this discussion about leaving it in.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> Fallout.
0: Fallout. Okay. Before we go to the full. Fallout topic. All right. I want to give our friend Mike opportunity to plug what has come out today.
1: I would do that. Have, have you ever heard of this thing that, that is a sponsor? I'm doing air quotes now. Sponsor, <laughs> sponsor. A, sponsor of our show. It is a book called Heart Spark. It is the first book of the Echo Suite saga, and it is by a author named Mike Mallow. Mike Mallow. I, I think, I I I'm think reading that's it, right. right? So anyways, so that is a book by me, and it's come out today, and it's on Amazon, and it's also, um, and you can get it in print on Amazon, and it's also on Kindle and Nook at their respective places. So it is out today. It is a a sci-fi, apocalyptic, space-western action mystery.
0: Um, So Mike, tell us a little bit about uh, what happens in the book.
1: So it starts out, it follows Jonathan Hartspark, who is a courier on his way back from a three-year journey. Mm -hmm. to uh, deliver a package to the president of a laboratory on his home world of Bessinger. He arrives in the star system to discover that the planet is not found by his navigational computer. So in a panic, he reroutes to the last habitable world in the star system, which is called Mutiny or Mutinellis. That's a long name. And so when he gets there, he discovers that the solar system is being consumed by a black hole. And that black hole is on the path to that planet. So he becomes stranded on that planet and um, runs across a team of bounty hunters who are chasing uh, a crime lord who is also in the process of uh, basically ransacking the planet and and you know planning to take leave,
0: trying to get uh, what he can before he takes <coughs> takes off. That's right.
1: So uh, chaos ensues and that's and there's there's a bit of mystery and a bit of intrigue and a bit of action quite a bit of action uh there's there's oranges involved because all my stories have a citrus theme for some reason <laughs> and uh it's a lot of fun <laughs> and it's been recommended by everybody who's read it so far
0: yeah i uh i've read i haven't read the whole thing i've read about half of it and i really enjoyed it so far
1: D- do you have the final version
0: uh no well Say, Maybe.
1: So you you still have an original draft, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so, I like so, in, in I, from what you said, you did a whole bunch of rewrites to flesh out some characters.
1: Yeah, it, it basically got a third bigger in size. I added mm. twenty five thousand words to it. Wow. Um, to flesh out things and uh, made some uh, key changes to the. Uh, the characters the, uh, the the pilot of the of the or the captain of the bounty hunters changed so that's one thing to uh to look out for whenever you read the final version okay. and uh, and i don't think you you got to the ending but the ending is like way more fleshed out than it was originally and it, and it sets up the sequel because this is a it's right now it's a two-part series it was originally three parts but the the first part is actually a prequel at this point. This book, I I rolled a lot of that backstory into this book, mm-hmm. so I don't really need to write that one now because the the key points of of that one are are, are told in the backstory of this book. So, so I, I probably won't ever write that unless there's like high demand to do so.
0: To all of our listeners, go check out Heartspark on Amazon Kindle and Nook. So, thank you. As we started earlier. Here at RGCWV we talk about all things geek from from Avengers to Xenomorphs. Now I know xenomorphs start with an X, but we're not here oh, to split to hairs. So, you know, we're <laughs> we're just gonna let that one go.
1: I, I did cringe a little.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're no, like, no Oh, what is he doing? Uh, oh he can't, oh, uh, oh okay. uh,
1: Luke can't spell. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You're not wrong. (laughs) I know. Hey, you know what? All my Twitter posts and Facebook posts, I have been scrutinizing those things as much as possible, and I've probably made a few mistakes over the uh, past several months. I apologize to all our listeners, but uh, thank you for hanging on.
1: Autocorrect is a beautiful tool.
0: It really is. When when used correctly. (laughs) When used correctly. It doesn't help when you spell... One thing, and it's actually something else. Yeah. Yeah. That or, always it change, or it changes the
1: meaning completely.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I hear you, meaning I'm present. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what Get are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk Fallout about? Fallout 76. Fallout 76.
0: Okay. I feel like what we should really talk about is something that we can compare it to that we know. We are all from West Virginia. We spent a lot of time here over the last several years. And I think what we need to do is we need to talk about the comparison of Fallout 76 and the comparison of IRL, of, of West Virginia in real life and how well they did. So, um Greg, I know you have uh, a few things to say about this, so why don't you give us your take?
2: Well, I think overall they captured the spirit of West Virginia very well. Um, I agree. It, it definitely ha- you know, looks like West Virginia when you're you're running around. Um, of course, the, the map and the real-life map don't line up at all. No. Um, for, instance, I've been people-
0: for instance, uh, Morgantown is in the location of Fairmont, because of um, how Three Rivers meshes up Morgantown, that's not a thing in Morgantown. but you know it just made more sense for them to put Morgantown in there because it's a much bigger well or well known area.
2: Because um, one of the uh, examples I've had to give to people I've played with from out of state is you know there's people who are interested in actually coming now and seeing some of these sites. Mm-hmm. and you know i have to explain you know, like one of the first places they go is flatwoods and then you can see the new river gorge bridge and i'm like they're they're nowhere near each other you yeah. like, <laughs> can't see both at the same time yeah um now the actual locations themselves um a lot of them are quite accurate they're not on the map in the right spot but you know the new river gorge bridge is very accurate yes it uh, is. for example one of the and first things
0: the- that I did was uh, the one of the first things I did was go to the new River Gorge Bridge and play banjo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, and of course, the towns you can't be full size, um, no. but I think they did a very good job of condensing them. Um, yeah, Morgantown, for example. Yeah, that's not what downtown Morgantown looks like, but I still knew where I was as soon as I saw it.
1: Yeah. That's the way I was
2: yeah I knew I knew where I was what I was looking at, and I think I thought the p r t was a nice touch
0: yeah and in in real life, that's one thing they did very well the p r t is the best way and the worst way <laughs> to go around in Morgantown
2: yes yeah, um,
1: I remember I went through Woodburn and I came out the back and it was sitting there and I thought, huh they did that right
0: yeah
1: it, it's broken down, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yep. yep. Now some locations that (laughs) parts are on (laughs) back (laughs) order. Yeah, the the PRT is is funny. I enjoyed that. Um, but some of the locations are extremely accurate. Uh, downtown Grafton is very accurate. Helvetia is extremely accurate.
0: Oh my god. Helvetia. Helvetia I wanna take I wanna take a second on Helvetia. I've never been there, but I want to go now.
1: I've heard great things about it.
0: Helvetia is a really interesting town. And I looked at the pictures online after I visited in the game, and they did so well. They paid so much respect to the town of Helvetia that I, just on that merit, I have to applaud Bethesda. They gave our state in that respect, in some of these small towns that have some history... They gave them so much respect. It it, it boggles the mind.
1: And um, yeah, you know, that, that's, that's and that's a place you can visit when you're on your way home for Thanksgiving because it's just right, you know, along uh, 33 or not along 33, but it's no, off it's like
0: a hour. Um, but, off but still, Rand-
1: Randolph County.
0: I actually go um through Deep Creek now, but um, I was thinking about going down to Helvetia. um. Over the summer, because me and Cassie and Bella, we go to Audra like three, mm. four times.
1: Yeah, you're not too far off the path there. Yeah, it's
0: it's like an arrow. Uh, nah, it's like an hour.
2: Yeah, from Audra, your best bet is to go through Buck to get to it. The road from Buck to it is better than the road from in the Randolph County end. Oh, okay. the Randolph County end is all tore up, but the Buck Cannon road is very nice. You um, you go to French Creek, you turn off where the Wildlife Center is, and you just stay on that road, and it takes you right to Helvetia.
0: Oh, okay. That's the way I went. Thank you for that uh, information, because my wife and daughter, they have um, iffy stomachs, (laughs) and we live in West Virginia, so... Any way we can get around twisty roads is uh or easier roads is, is much yeah. It's, much it's a
2: much better much better path going through French Creek. Um yeah. and just a better road in general. But um I was Helvetia is one of the first places I noticed in gameplay. Mm-hmm. And early on there was a uh picture released of Helvetia from above. Yeah. And after I went to Helvetia and I started comparing my pictures to Helvetia and the actual layout of Helvetia, I'm like, this is really Good. This is really close. So, they, I mean, there are some places that they really took their time and really, really dug in.
0: I've heard you've gone to the diner there.
2: I have eaten at the Hute. It is a Swiss restaurant. Um,
0: it's not called Hute in uh, in the game. It's called uh, no, it's called
2: Freya's House. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which almost nothing in the game is called its actual name. But
0: yeah, some of it is. Yeah. What, some of it is. Some of it But it I is think saying. it's be. Things I think that it was are a public domain, thing.
2: yeah. Things that are public domain, like the Capitol buildings, get to keep their their actual name.
1: Yeah. Up. The the one I cracked up about was uh, the Green Bank Telescope is called the National Isolated Radio Array. <laughs> yes. And, and and that just cracked me up. But
2: the is really good. They um they make their own Swiss cheese, or at least someone in Helvetia makes it. I mean, they they got the the general store wasn't laid out exactly the same, but it was still a post office and the general store at the same time, which their general oh. store is their post office. <laughs>
0: If Helvetia gets a huge surge, they're probably gonna be wondering why.
2: <laughs> yeah. They may I don't even know if they know that they're in a video game, to be honest. It's not that they're that far removed from society, but they're very um I don't know what the word is. They're they're I mean like the restaurant, they even dressed in Swiss attire. Yeah. I mean they're very traditional and we when we went to the general store, which didn't open up till like ten, my uh, my mom made the comment she's like nothing everyone must sleep until should till 10 and the woman behind the counter just laughed and said yep nothing
0: <laughs> everybody <laughs> just in until like that now Mike uh, where have you uh, visited
1: I have mostly been in the uh, Seneca rocks area like I said I, I I got out of vault 76 and you know when you first go out you can see kind of like a wide expanse of everything mm-hmm. I, I immediately spotted Seneca rocks in the distance and I was like all right there that's where I'm going <laughs> so, so I, I got them the first half hour. I I, um, I passed through Morgantown on the way, and uh, just just be lined it there. And uh, I've I've kind of explored the area. There's um um, you know, I I found the map on IGN. I've been looking at it every as we've been talking. Yeah, it's yep. wonderful. I, yeah, it is. I, I just found Prickett's Fort, which I didn't know was in the game.
0: Um, Greg, you want to talk about uh, the video you saw for Prickett's Fort?
2: Yes, I saw gameplay of prickets Fort because i've been watching so many hours of gameplay because most people went to the same places but every once in a while you find somebody who went to a part of the map that no one else went to yes yeah. so you get to see something right. new and this guy went to prickets fort which is a little bigger than the actual fort huh. but it was full of civil war reenacting robots there <laughs> were a bunch of confederate protectons and a bunch of union protectons and they're they're fighting each other and you can join a side and you, when you join the side, other players can join the opposite side, because some other player was, was on the opposing team, and you can... It becomes a PvP zone, oh. where you can fight each other. And um, interestingly enough, he also picked up a quest where the robots had found an actual Civil War soldier. And he got a quest to go bury the soldier, and he buried him in Philippi. Which, is not a town in the game, but it is a battlefield and cemetery.
1: Hmm. Oh, that's cool.
0: So... <clears throat> I stayed mostly around the Morgantown area. I went down to Sutton. Um, The town of Sutton is pretty interesting. Um, And then I went down to the New River Gorge Bridge. I was actually trying to go to Flatwoods. Okay, this game is super easy to get lost
1: in. Yeah, get turned around. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So the developers, when they were... Talking about this game, they were saying how they set it up so that you can you can go in a certain direction and plan to go somewhere, but they they force you to climb the top of a mountain and look around and go, oh, okay, that's where I want to go. I, I didn't realize how true that was until I started playing the game.
1: I, I kind of like that aspect of it because that's very West Virginia frontier life. It is in in, in in actuality. That's that's how people had to do it back then.
0: I feel like this game is scratching an itch that I always had that I didn't really have well defined. And that was a partially online game. There's some people running around and everything. But it's like, it, well, like you just said, a frontier game. A game where I'm making my own way and I'm doing my own thing. And there's some quests out there that I can do. But I'm making the experience my own
1: exactly and and that's the thing like i you know like i said i i've been just hanging around the Seneca rocks area i have like I said, in that area i've not seen anybody um i, I did venture uh, the last time the beta was open to um uh, the green bay telescope and on the way i saw a group of three people running down a road towards um one of the mutant uh i forget what they're called one of the the big bads a mutant uh, yeah. killer whatever and like i i was on i was on top of a ridge watching them at the a distance i was like i wonder if those are actual people and and they ran up to one of those mutants and just got slaughtered it hmm. was it was actually kind of funny how fast they went down because i was like that did not just happen and so i, I hopped down the mountain and went up there and and the, the the monster was still up there and it had taken significant damage uh but it was it was still oh. hanging on
0: I know what you're talking about—the uh, superhuman or super mutant behemoth—is that what it was?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a name like that, some something like that. But um, I, at the time, I didn't have any bullets, so I was like, oh, "Bye." because <laughs> so, yeah. I'm my way down down the Green Bank, and and it was there was a ton of things down there to kill you. So,
0: so. how much have you guys liked the gunplay?
2: Um, I've enjoyed it. Um, especially it took me a little bit to, f- to get used to the new VAT system because it's mm-hmm. it doesn't slow down time. Yeah. After I got used to the new VAT system, um, I've enjoyed the gunplay. The, the number one problem I have come across in the game is um, ammo is very precious. It's not like other Fallout games where you can just go loot and have stockpiles of ammunition and just use bullets freely. It's, it seems a little bit more like they're a little bit more precious. They're not as uh, yeah. abundant.
0: See, I haven't had that problem at all. I, I use ammo on almost everything. The only time that I don't is when uh, I'm going against uh, some like uh, what is it? Like a cockroach, like um, red scorpion, or no, not red scorpion, red red roach. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I've used so many bullets. I have I have had no shortage of bullets and i i don't know if that's just luck because i've heard that same story from so many people that bullets are extremely precious in this game
1: yeah i'm gonna say luck too yeah i i started
2: crafting mine because i couldn't find them yes yeah, but
1: the same for them. me
0: now have you been uh well i mean you said you went to uh helvetia so and there's there's all kinds of uh uh scorched and ghouls running around with yes. with guns
2: yes now it's- Scorch, Scorch are one of the best ways to get ammo that I have found. Yeah. Uh, Because if a lot of the ammo sits out, and if somebody else picks it up, any of the loot that sits out, if somebody else picks it up, you have to wait for it to respawn, which I have no idea how long times.
1: time.
0: You know what? Let's talk about respawning real quick, because I want to talk about that. So when I was in Helvetia, I uh, went to the general store. I I had killed all of the Scorched, and was just kind of making my way through the general store. And then when I was up on the top floor, I started hearing a whole bunch of gunfire, and then a bunch of Scorch just popped in. Not just like like one or two, and they didn't run from behind a building or something. They popped in, into the scene, and it was a little off-putting. What had happened was two guys had come in, two actual players had come in and was... the scorch and i understand that they want to create bethesda wants to create that same experience that i just had in that area but there needs to be some kind of balance some kind of middle ground i had just gone through that area not five minutes before and killed everybody you know I'm, i'm maybe they just don't spawn in or maybe there's only a few that spawn in
2: I, I, i've had the same problem i've had things literally i would be standing there and it just pops into the screen out of nowhere yeah and some of it is stuff that i just killed not that long ago like i didn't even have time to loot and it's already popping back into existence i think the worst um case i ever saw we were in grafton uh was there was a whole group of people and all the super mutants spawned at the same time yeah sure. and about the time we were handling them a legendary super mutant spawned and when the legendary <laughs> and when the legendary super mutant was about half health an enraged grafton munster spawned on top of him <laughs> okay. it was quite a mess there was a lot of there was a lot of respawning of players at that point too because and people were dying and running back
1: you yeah know,
0: i i've heard this a lot in I wonder if bethesda is going to make some adjustments because i really I, I think, think they, they have need to, to. Yeah. But, I mean, I can't think of anything else that I really have a big complaint about.
1: No, I, I've, you know, run into a few bugs. Of course, it's the beta. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I had a few instances where um, in my initial tr- attempts to climb Seneca Rocks, I would, uh, you know, I, in addition to falling off many times and dying, I would uh, actually get stuck in the rocks every now and then yeah. and, and would have to restart. <coughs> But other than that, um, I don't have any complaints. Um, yeah, bullets are precious for me. Of course, you know, I'm, I'm very much an introverted player, so I'm out in the middle of nowhere with nobody. And, yeah, uh, you know, I have to make an effort to go find bullets you know, since I don't frequent the population areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've, I've had fun. And like I said, I, I'm usually sad when the time's up and you have to wait a couple more days to play it again. Yeah. You, First, know- you the, one week the, that'll be fixed. Go ahead. Uh, in, in one week that'll be fixed. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I'm. I am so excited to play this game on my own time. Yes. I I think that Bethesda has done a great job with this game. I think they did something that most people said that they wouldn't weren't going to be able to do. Okay. There is one thing that I did have an issue. With. All right. So, you know how a Fallout game, all of them feel like Fallout games. Even when Fallout 3 came out, it felt still like a Fallout game. Right. Okay. There's something greatly missing from this. And I know that Bethesda says that that's going to fill out himself after a while. Because the player is going to create the experience the interaction with each other. And and I hope that that's possible, that that's going to happen. But the NPC scripting... I miss it. And because it's it's missing that aspect, that storytelling aspect, cuz I know we still have the Hollow Tapes. The game feels more like The Walking Dead video game than it feels like Fallout.
1: <laughs> it, it, it's funny you should mention that because I'm currently dressed in Ranger gear in the game and I, I even said to my wife, um, hey, Rick <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I, I feel like I'm in a Walking Dead game now because I'm, I'm dressed like Rick. Yeah,
0: and I'm not gonna say that's a bad thing because I mean, when Fallout Three came out, it was like, okay, this is this is Skyrim with guns, or no, this is Oblivion with guns. Right. And after I got into it, I was like, that's not a bad thing. This is a really good game, and this itself is a really good game. Yes, Bethesda so- trying something new, and they're succeeding.
1: Well, I, I will tell you, I actually love the isolation aspect of the game, like not having NPCs or anything like that, or even you know running into people. It it feels to me like the same way I felt when I started playing um, uh, Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Where I spent the first twenty hours just running around in the wilderness, I wasn't even talking to anybody or anything. I just wanted to explore the world and that, and and being able to play this game has kind of recaptured that. Yeah. Because I, I don't I don't I don't have to go talk to anybody. I, I can just go and explore on my own time and the, and that's the thing that's very freeing about it. I don't I don't have to take missions. I don't have to you know and, go talk to know, people.
0: And you know what? We were talking about how this is a frontier type of game, right? Where you know, you're exploring the new destroyed West Virginia, the new destroyed Appalachia. So it makes sense what they did. I'm just saying that I miss it. Yeah. But, I yep. mean, this isn't a proper Fallout game. They said that right from the beginning. They're going to come out with a new Fallout game here in like four years or something. This is not their regular Fallout increment game. And that's fine.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I have no beef with that.
0: I don't either, Greg.
2: No, I have no problem with it. I I've been enjoying it. Um, there is story, but you have to like read notes, listen to holotapes, get on terminals to get it. You're not getting it from any uh, like you said NPC interaction. You have to kind <clears> of <throat> dig for it. But I'm also getting this um, this very sad notion out of it. Like you know, all the people got plagued and turned, and um, yeah, and,
1: it reminds it,
0: in I, in that aspect it reminds me a little bit of Resident Evil one
1: the, the, the closest thing I've gotten to that in this game so far was the last place I stopped at um, was you know Green Bank there is like a Green Bank research center or something <laughs> like that that's that's not it's, it's off it's a waste from the telescope actually yeah. But uh, when you go inside, all the computers, like it's, it's like a, it's a big science lab, but all the computers are busted up in each of the cubicles. And I come across a note that was basically a directive from some, some upper person saying, um, we need to destroy the computers because the thing's happening. You know. And, and it was just really like, you didn't say what was going on, but it, it really was an intriguing thing to stumble across. And, and then I found one computer that was working. And, and it was just neat to kind of fill in a little bit of the backstory of what what was going on. So I'm I'm you know, as much as I've been off on my own, I'm excited to eventually jump into some of the backstory of what's happening in post-apocalyptic Appalachia.
2: I've I've encountered some really sad stuff. Like there's um there's a protecton in Morgantown that um, is helping you learn how to build a camp, and his Master died, and he keeps talking about him. And he goes, "Oh, but you're dead." And then there's a guy in Flatwoods that got trapped in a refrigerator. and oh. Died in it, and then there was. It's kind of depressing if you go to the Capitol Building and go to the DMV because all the robots are still there. None of the robots die, <laughs> and they're all at their counters still calling numbers. And there's no one in there, but they're they're still there and they're still calling numbers like someone's going to show up.
1: That, that feels very portal esque.
0: Are you guys uh, excited for this next season of Fallout seventy six, the proper Fallout seventy six season? Oh, definitely. I think. Yeah. They... Go, go ahead.
1: I I um I I try to do like a creator project in the winter, and that's probably not going to happen this winter.
0: Because you're going to be creating something else.
1: That's right. I'm going to be creating camps all over digital West Virginia.
0: Oh, have you guys noticed that um, if you want to unlock your points of interest you just climb to the top of uh lookout towers
2: i haven't
1: done that yet yeah uh, i found that out by accident
0: yeah i that i found that out when i uh found my first ranger outfit
1: <laughs> so you got one too
0: yeah yeah though i uh changed it out because i went to the uh military base where the overseer has you train military style and i got uh fatigues and so you know how like some of the clothes when you put them on and hides your armor pieces mm-hmm. yeah so military fatigues are like vault jumpsuits so when you wear the military fatigues it's considered an under piece of clothing so you can have your armor pieces over top of your army fatigues and i because uh, the outfits don't give you any kind of like perk for anything so i just took that off and it looks pretty cool with the army fatigues and the, all the armor sets, and I got a military helmet on and wrap around glasses.
2: Hmm. I, f- I found a priest vestment. That's what I'm currently wearing.
1: That's <laughs> cool. Uh, my, my wife got mad at me because I um I found an uh, asylum uh, nurse's hat. Yeah. And I, I, I wore it for several hours. <laughs> and, 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 and she was watching. She's like, please change that. I don't. <laughs> You shouldn't be wearing that. But <laughs> it's well, from the asylum.
2: Yeah, I, I've watched a lot of gameplay and clothing and gender seem to have no, whatever you want to wear, you can wear.
1: Yeah, so. I just didn't want to lose it. I was like, it's an asylum hat. <laughs> but, uh, I finally stored <laughs> it away.
2: The asylum's on my list of places I want to go next.
1: I was just looking, it looks like and actually, when I went to Greenbank, I was on my way there and, and I didn't make it because Greenbank was brutal. Uh, but uh, it looks like it's, according to this IGM map, it's called Fort Defiance.
2: Yes, the Brotherhood of Steel apparently used it for a fort. Okay.
1: I hadn't. I just saw that on the map, I hadn't got all the way down there yet. So, so that, that's one of my places to hit.
0: Alright. Well, I'm going to put a cap on uh, Fallout 76. Alright. Well, I think I think on this podcast we are telling Bethesda, pat on the back. Good job, guys. Good job. That'll do.
1: That'll. Bethesda.
0: That'll do. But no.
1: Red pig. That'll do.
0: Red pig. Red <laughs> pig. Uh, that. That's what I'm going to call this episode.
1: That'll do. Red pig. That'll do. Red pig. Actually, that that's the first one of that you've come up with that i've loved oh come on i've liked them i've not loved them
0: okay so i know you hate this segment mike (laughs) geek trivia the questions that only we as geeks truly want to know and tonight because we're doing fallout 76 we're gonna do west virginia trivia hey i might get that you might actually know mike greg you can participate too
1: I I okay. was a uh, I did make the top ten of um, the Golden Horseshoe in, in my county when I was in the oh. eighth grade. So I didn't make the top two, but I made the top ten.
0: Okay, so let's start with uh, some easy ones. State colors. What are they? Blue and gold. Blue and gold, which, funnily enough, is the same colors as Voltec. Yes, coincidence. It is.
2: Ah. Ah. i've tried conspiracy on this already
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> i know i was i was pull, pulling <laughs> off of one of your uh, one of your posts I, I appreciated that one
1: that's probably why vault tech uh university is in place at w university because they didn't have to change the school colors <laughs>
0: yeah okay um state bird greg
1: it's the cardinal
0: cardinal state flower mike
1: rhododendron
0: Rhododendron,
1: uh, also known as the first thing I picked up in the game.
0: Oh yeah, there are yeah. a bunch of
1: rhododendrons around. Isn't it was funny 'cause I picked, it picked up like, yep, up. this is West Virginia.
2: Did you, you know uh, notice over at the rocks the blackberries the size of your fist?
1: Oh man, yeah, they're they're everywhere there. <laughs> funny, funny enough, though, not a single rhododendron over there.
2: No.
0: What is the state butterfly? The monarch. Mmm, very good, Greg. All right. Mike, I'm gonna give you a hard one. All right. What is the West Virginia state gem?
1: Ooh, that is a hard one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna say the diamond, since that comes from coal.
0: Oh, that's actually really. That if I were guessing, I would say that too. No, it is the fossil coral.
1: Oh, that's lame.
0: Yeah, it was kind of lame. I'm but, gonna I call mean, my was...
1: congressman to change that.
0: Okay. Now let's now let's finish this off with something that has a thread with uh, Fallout 76. What guys is the West Virginia state motto?
2: I'll pronounce it wrong. Um, you can hey, say it in the English version. Oh, well, Mountaineers are always free. I can get the English
1: version. Mountaineers
0: M- M- are always free.
1: Monte Semper Libre.
0: Yes. Monte you Semper. Semp- you know, I'm just going to cut my out, my out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, no cutsies.
0: No cutsies. <laughs> At
2: I was so happy to find that picture frame in in the Adam's store.
0: I know, I know. I, I I was I was quite excited too. Though, I mean there there's there's a couple things that I really want them to add in, and I think they're holding it, you know, under their hat. I want them to put in a mountaineer outfit. That
2: would be awesome. They really need they have at least a coonskin cap. Come on, coonskin cap really.
0: at least. But I really. I want to be able to run through West Virginia with my 308 hunting rifle and my full mountaineer leathers and my coonskin, is it a coonskin cap. I would just be like a, real life. Just like real life. Yeah, I already got the beard.
1: Have you all seen the Mothman yet? I have not. Probably not. I, I mean, I figured
0: him. a bunch of people are, were going to go there. and
1: I, I think he flies around the map because I was up at, I think it's like Fred's Barbecue Shack, which is over mind in the map. And I heard this rush of air. It, it, it sounded like something was coming up the mountain. And I started looking around, and then as as I turned, I saw like big wings like falling below the tree line.
0: Well, the Scorched yeah. Beast, he, he's he got free roam.
1: Okay, man. maybe that's what it was. But it, it was some sort of flying creature. I didn't get a good look at it. But uh, I thought, is that the Mothman? He just flies around anywhere?
0: By the way, I've seen some cardinals as far as flying huh. things. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a red bird. So. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. That's that's what it's gonna be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I was cool. So I think uh, I think this was a pretty good episode, guys.
1: It was a triumph. You're you're gonna have so little editing to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I feel like the process is getting more and more perfected.
1: Yep. Well, well we we had we had. <laughs> A, a, a specific focus tonight where we, we were focused geek culture.
0: We were focused geek culture.
1: Thank you for joining us on FGCWV. Go ahead. I'm, I'm Luke Hersey. Have a good night.
0: Wait, And I'm Mike Mello. Read my book, HeartSpark, on Amazon.
1: From Crescent Kendall Books.
0: Kindle and Nook from Crescent Books. And uh, it's also customary that our uh, guests also say, welcome to the end. Greg?
2: No. Welcome to the end. Country
0: roads, home.